Ollie was, once again, just having some lunch outside when he saw another very strange thing. It was unmistakable, just like before. There was no ambiguity. It wasn't at all unclear what he was looking at, but he could hardly believe it, even after of all things he'd seen. It was a giant roller skating chicken. It just it just was. There wasn't anything else to it. There's no other way to describe it. It was a giant roller skating chicken. And when I say giant, I mean it was slightly bigger than a person. And when I say roller skating chicken, I mean it was a chicken on roller skates. It had thicker legs than a chicken usually does, and it was standing upright in order to be able to use the roller skates. But, but there it was, skating on by. Ollie and everyone else was out, just stared. And I thought for a second, realized he'd already paid his bill. He thought, I've got to know more about that. So he started to give chase. He hadn't really brought anything with him. So, you know, that was simple. He just caught up and started following this chicken. Now, roller skates are slightly faster than walking, but not by a lot. So even though Ollie isn't like super fast or anything at long distances, he was able to keep up with the roller skating chicken. It went down the street and turned left and went toward the university. There, Ollie lost it for a minute or two, and then he saw it again, rolls getting down toward the science quads. And he followed. He saw the rolls getting chicken duck into the biology building. Ollie rushed to follow it. And he got to the door and it was locked. He saw the roller skating chicken disappear down a hallway to the right. And he pressed the button to call to be let in. And a voice answered and said, Hello, yes, biology department. I said, Hi, um, this is all the doctors. I need to I need to come inside. Uh, I have an appointment. And the voice said, uh, okay, just a second. And there was a buzz, and the door unlocked. And somebody came out to meet him. He said, hi, Mr. Octopus. Uh, so, oh, just all is fine. He said, yeah, sorry about the door, but, you know, with the coronavirus and everything, we have to be a little more careful than usual. So who are you here to visit? And Ollie, putting on his best bluff, said, oh, no, it's okay. I know the way. They're expecting me. I'll just head down the hall. It's just over here to the right. And the secretary looked a little bit suspicious, but then she said, okay. Well, you know, if you need anything, I'm here. So I went down the hallway, trying now not to run, not to look like he'd hurry, trying to look like somebody that just had a normal appointment. And he looked around. Most of the offices were dark. Most people weren't here. There were two or three students in the computer lab. And near the end of the hallway, but not all the way down, and on the right, 
there was light in one lab. So Ollie went over there, and he let himself in. It wasn't a very big lab. It was an open plan, so he could see everything. There was just one scientist there, one person in a lab coat. And he was buttoning the lab coat. And I said, hi, pardon me, I don't mean to intrude. And the scientist said, oh, uh, oh, hi. Um, yes, what can I do for you? I said, yeah, I'm just, um, my name's Ollie the Octopus, and I'm investigating a strange occurrence. I said, oh, what strange occurrence? I said, well, you're not going to believe this, but I saw a giant roller skating chicken. The person said, oh, that is strange. Well, um, I haven't seen any roller skating chickens around here. I'm sorry. And I said, are you sure, though? Because I followed it all the way here from, from off campus. And it came down this hallway, and there's only this room and the computer lab that are even seem to be open. I saw him go down this hallway. Are you sure you didn't see a roller skating chicken? The scientist said, well, yeah, I mean, definitely not. How, how, when you say giant, how big are we talking? I said, uh, bigger than a person, maybe three, four inches taller than you. He said, wow, that is, that is a big chicken and on roller skates. I said, yeah, that's pretty weird. And the scientist said, so you're investigating this chicken. So who's hired you to investigate the chicken? All I had to stall. I, said, uh, I well, I, I guess I don't really have a client for this investigation. I said, oh, okay. Um, well, if you give me your card, if I think of anything that might help you solve your mystery, I can give you a call. And I guess you could, you know, feel free to talk to the others, to the students over there, and see if they saw anything. But I. I didn't see a giant roller skating chicken. I said, yeah, okay, thank you. What, what was your name? I said, oh, my name's Professor Nelson. Uh, Martin Nelson. I said, okay, um, thank you, Dr. Nelson. That's okay, you can call me Martin. Yeah, uh, thank you. Yeah, all right. Don't do let me know if you hear anything or say anything. I went back and he questioned the students in the computer lab, but they likewise hadn't seen anything. They were absorbed in their studies, or whatever it is they were doing on the computer. Well, I looked around the rest of the building, but no chickens. It was all very mysterious, and I left disappointed. I try to put it out of mind because, you know, sometimes mysteries don't get solved and you just got to kind of move on with life. He just couldn't shake it. And then he was flipping through Twitter. And he saw something that stopped him cold. It was a video someone had taken shaky and grainy on their cell phone. The 
there on the campus. There's a roller skating giant chicken. The person in the video was saying, this is unbelievable, look at this crazy thing. So you quickly wrote a message to the person that posted the video. I said, can you tell me more about this? I've been, I've been looking into this roller skating chicken. But the person didn't respond. So I said, no, it's twice. Twice we've seen this roller skating chicken. Maybe I'll go pay Martin Nelson another visit. So the next day, Ollie went to go and see Dr. Nelson again. He came and he buzzed into the building just like he had before, and this time he said he was there to meet with Dr. Nelson. The secretary let him in without questioning it. But as Ollie came around the corner, he was greeted by a giant roller skating chicken. Although to say he was greeted by is probably not quite right because Ollie was knocked over as the roller skating chicken came barreling down the hallway and out the door. Off it went. It took Ollie a minute to recover. He hadn't been expecting that. But the roller skating chicken was in good form today. It was going fast. It dodged behind things, and it almost lost Ollie a couple different times, and then and it did lose him. He chased it down off campus. And it turned left by the bookstore. There's a couple different places it could have ducked into, because when Ollie got around the corner, it was gone. It's just gone. He looked in the alleys. Even tried some of the doors. It was like a loading dock area, but the doors were locked, and there was just, just no chicken. <sighs> All I said. Well, maybe I should go relax. And he went in to the bookstore to get a coffee or actually a hot chocolate. And he thought maybe he'd go, you know, read some comic books or something. As he was waiting in line, out came Martin Nelson again from the bathroom. I said, oh, Professor Nelson. I said, oh, really, you can call me Martin. I said, right, sorry, Martin. Yeah, funny running into you. I was just chasing this chicken again. And Martin said, that's, that's pretty weird. Hope it's not following me. And he laughed. I said, well, good luck. And he wandered off. So all he got is hot cocoa. But he didn't pick up a comic book. Instead, he sat and he thought. He thought. He thought. And then he got out his phone and started to research this Martin Nelson. Something seemed fishy. I looked it up, and Martin Nelson was an expert in genetic modification. And in particular, he was working on and had published on temporary genetic modification. Yeah, God, don't do that.
did she just do? She just grabbed the phone. It's fine. Oh. I think she had to itch my head. Um, had a whole bunch of published papers. We had temporarily changed the genetic makeup of just some laboratory animals, things like mice and, and worms and things like that. Strange work. I didn't really understand it very well. Interesting, but, but strange. Then all I got an idea. I said, I wonder if there's more to this Martin Nelson than he's letting on. So this time all I had to be sneaky. He wanted to get into that biology building. But this time the secretary kind of knew him. So when he buzzed in, the secretary didn't, didn't think much of it. He said, oh, hey, Jean. And Jean said, oh, hi, Ollie. I'll just go. I'll just go on back. And she didn't think much of it, and she mostly forgot that he was there. All I was, I was hoping that Martin Nelson was not there, and he wasn't. The door was locked, but there was a mail slot, and as you know, octopuses can fit into some very small holes. So when you made sure no one was looking, he squeezed himself through the mail slot and got into the laboratory. Now, Ollie's not enough of a scientist that he could make head nor tail of the library, but what he could do is a stakeout. He looked around and found an found a unassuming spot, way up in a high corner above a cabinet, where he could see pretty much the whole lab, but doesn't any reason to go and look up at him. There he waited, and waited, and waited. He'd been there for like six hours, and no one was there. But by this time, Olu had some sunk cost fallacy. He said, I don't know, I've wasted this six hours just sitting here. I'm going to stay here until I see what I want to see. Well, a couple hours later, finally, someone unlocked the door and came in. It was Martin. He turned on the lights and took off his... Uh, sunglasses in his hat, sat there at a desk, got on his lab coat, took out a notebook and read that for a few minutes, took some notes. Then he flipped to an earlier page in the notebook and he started mixing stuff together. And there was about 45 minutes of mixing and heating and swirling and doing <coughs> other th such things. Finally, whatever it is he was making was ready. Well, I just kept watching. As Martin then poured the substance into a coffee cup. No, I thought that was strange. And then Martin Nelson took off his lab coat. Took off all of his clothes, in fact. I was like, I no longer know what's going on here. This is weird. I did not come in here to see this guy get naked in his lab. But he wasn't going to, you know, reveal himself now. It'd be very awkward. And then, although all I sort of knew was happening because Martin had poured the chemical into his coffee cup, he was still surprised to see Martin reach down and swallow the whole lot 
whatever he'd made in one big gulp. You could see him grimace, ugh, and make a noise, ugh. He said to himself, oh, that tastes terrible. Ugh. Ugh, ugh, that tastes just so bad. Oh, nope, here it comes, here it comes. He started to grimace and hunch over and shudder. Before all his eyes, he grew bigger and more muscular. And then feathers started to sprout. The sprout from Martin's skin, feathers. And he looked at the feathers Martin did and said, ah, dang it, dang it, dang it, dang it, still no luck. As the feathers started coming in more and more and more, and then he reached over and he got a mirror. I said, all right, come on, come on. No beak, no beak, no beak, no beak. Come on, no beak. And he watched. And he watched as Martin's face changed. Not into a full beak this time, though. Just kind of like halfway between a human face and a chicken face. Kind of like a platypus face in the end. I said, ha, ah, well... It's an improvement. We're moving in the right direction here. Well, might as well get my exercise. So he reached under the desk, pulled out a pair of roller skates, and roller skated out the door. And I said, whoa. This guy's experimenting on himself. I don't know what he's trying to do, but he's turning himself into a giant chicken. And he's just going roller skating. That doesn't really have anything to do with anything. I said, well, at this point, I've got to wait. So he waited, and he waited, and he waited. And about an hour later, in came the roller skating chicken. I thought, how is he getting past the secretary? But then all I realized that it was late, and the secretary had already gone home. It was like 6.30 at that point. And the chicken, who was really Martin, went over to one of the cabinets and pulled it open and there was another liquid. This one bright blue. And you poured the bright blue liquid into a coffee cup and downed it. Then he waited. He took some notes in his notebook. And then after, I don't know, 45 seconds or so, he said, oh, ah, 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 here it comes. Here it comes. Ah, this is uncomfortable. And the feathers didn't fall off. They sucked back into his skin. His face returned to normal. It looked uncomfortable, but in a matter of, I don't know, four minutes, Martin was back to normal. Naked as a blue jay standing in his lab. He quickly got on his clothes. And then he sat down and took a bunch of notes. He seemed very absorbed in the notes. He was sitting so still that the motion sensor lights even came down. It turned off, I mean. But Ollie, in the meantime, had kind of snuck down. He was no longer up on top of the cabinet. So, when Martin stood up and all the lights turned on, Ollie came around the corner. He said, Martin, I hope I'm not scaring you. He said, oh, ah, ah, what are you doing here? You're not supposed to be in here. This lab is 
closed and locked right now. Ollie, I appreciate your interest in my work, but you can't be here right now. I said, yeah, now I can see why. Because you're turning yourself into a giant chicken for some reason. And his shoulders sunk. I said, oh, you saw. I said, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty weird. Not gonna lie. One of the stranger things I've seen, and I've seen a lot of strange things. And Marnie gave a big sigh, kind of like you just gave. I said, well, I guess if you know, you know. Do I have to pay you to keep quiet? I said, no. Not in money. I'll keep quiet. Just you tell me what it is that you're up to here. I said, all right, all right, but don't tell anyone else. I'm working on a new serum that can make people super athletes for a short period of time. I'm thinking maybe it could be used by, by soldiers or police officers or firefighters maybe. But the thing is, it works, but it also turns you into a chicken. So that's the part I'm working on. I'm trying to find a formula that at least doesn't make feathers grow. I mean, it's okay, I think. It makes you look kind of weird, but feathers are too much. That's a, that's a bridge too far, and the beak is a bridge too far. So that's a work in progress, but I've done all I can with the mice and the worms. I needed a human subject, but no ability to get a volunteer for this, so. So I'm the volunteer. That's the experiment. That's the deal. Sorry I lied to you, Ollie, but it's all very hush-hush, you understand. I said, yeah, no, that, that makes sense that, that would, you keep that quiet. That's some out-of-the-box research. Well, now you know. I'm just going to have to trust you, Ollie. I said, well, you know, you can trust me. Good luck with your research. That was the case of the giant lower skating chicken.